So, no, you don't have to go down the conspiracy lane road. Um, you don't have to go down any road. But I think if one really wants to make a genuine change in their life, you have to look in the mirror and start with yourself. Okay. And uh, I will say it is the hardest thing most people will go through if you choose to do it because it's a lot of self-reflection work. Um, you have to have some, some sense of self-awareness. And you deal a lot with your ego, and um, there's a lot of shadow work involved. So it's tough, because you have to look at the hard truths about yourself. And not a lot of people can do that. What's up, y'all? We're about to blast off. I am back with the first and only three-time guest on the show, Mr. Mark Davidson. He is raising the roof. You know it, boss. <laughs> and uh, we've got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. I'm super excited. This is going to be fun. Um, if you do not have an open mind, just scroll to the podcast. Um, don't even waste your time. Uh, unless you're looking to expand that mind that you have and that mindset that you are living in, that reality that you are exploring every day. Dude, on my way home from work, I heard a, uh, a, a quote um, in, a, in a song by Dead Prez, um, and uh, it talks about basically the um, ability to look through someone else's lens, right? And the ability to overstand instead of understand and all, all of these different, you know, contralateral thoughts, right? And uh, it goes to um, the end. The ending is the last, the last line of the song um, is a girl saying, welcome, welcome to the new age, the information age. What does that mean to you? What, what would, what would? Welcome to the new age, the information age. That means a lot actually, because that's uh, very shortly, Probably by the time you release this, it will already have happened. Um, but it's a uh, people at the beginning of the, of the year, people were saying 2020, right? 2020 vision. This is my year, you know? Um, if you look around and they, if you like, a lot of people are also saying it's like a mass conscious, mass awakening, mass conscious awakening. Self-awareness is dope. 2020. See that type of stuff. Um, and yeah, and I gen honestly believe we're moving into at like the end of this year, we will we'll get into it a little bit more, but at the start of next year, it's gonna be um, this mass awakening of information technology, um, everything under the sun that you can think of. Um, I really think we're it's gonna be exponentially progressive in terms of um, information, the digital age, technology. Um, so, and if you were to look inside us, within, for me, for like everything, you know? Um, yeah, it's, it means a lot. It means everything, to be honest. When you, when you talk about, you know, seeking uh, your most inner self, right? Unpeeling those layers, looking deep inside, um, some would say beyond, you know, those layers, there's not even a self, right? There is um, a sense of energy, right? So you've been doing a lot of exploration lately, like way more than uh, 
most people have ever even tapped into um, way more than um, I've been doing recently. I had my stint where I was very enveloped in um, doing a lot of things, both physically and mentally that were putting me in that mindset, right? On a day-to-day basis, every single day, right? So you're doing a lot of fasting. You're doing a lot of um, information seeking in general, right? So welcome to the information age. There's endless amounts of information um, and there's millions of routes to go down. There's millions of, of rabbit holes to, to uh, adventure through, right? There's, there's millions of hallways with unopened doors that you can uh, peek into. And um, so much of it is hand fed to us that we don't end up walking down. We don't end up walking, opening those doors. We don't end up um, pe- putting our head down that hole and, and looking into it and seeking it. So what is, what is really like driving? That's like the biggest thing. Like what, it, what is driving you to do that on a day-to-day basis? Um, well, I, I will say, to, I will, I'll answer that, but to go off of um, those hallways and those doors, you know, um, the reason we, the reason, what I, I believe, the reason we don't go down those, or many people don't um, even care to, or even think about going, thinking about things differently is because the doors are already open for us. Mm. Every, we've been spoon fed everything. So they're literally leading us down the, this one hallway and they're opening each door for us, they're, which makes, they're, they're making us think what we want to believe. They're, n- they're not really giving us the opportunity to realize there's other hallways with other doors. Exactly. And if you do venture off a, a lost hallway, you're, you're called crazy. Yeah. You know? It's like a, yeah. It, it's, um, it's, it's a horror house, right, where they, they, fear, they fear you into taking that one hallway. They fear you into taking that one path, in a sense. And who's they? We'd go into that. Um, even later, but what, what has driven you lately to literally like dive in, open your eyes, peek out other hallways? What, what is it that's kind of exploring? Well, um, I am, I, I will say I am not like, um, I don't have years of like credentials or years of research. I've it happened at the beginning of this year mm-hmm. in January of this year, actually late 2019. Um, it was weird. Something just felt weird. And I used to always be in like the political world and like, you know, try and stay up to date with that. And, um, I just noticed I just started to notice some real sketchy things going on, you know? Um, and what the kind of the tipping point was for me, which blew my mind, which really made me dig deep down, like not dig deep down, but like start to dive, go and search different holes was super Tuesday where Joe Biden won over Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. You could ask anyone on if you on the left, most people supported Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. And the, however, Joe Biden, he didn't, I don't think he won, they just made it up, it's all made up. But that was just like, yo, I could mention all the candidates and 70% of them would say they're voting for Bernie Sanders. Everyone I know that wasn't, that's on the left, you know, that represents blue in the left, they were voting for Bernie Sanders. And I know for like countrywide, he was very popular. So when he didn't win that, something sparked. I was like, this is not right. And then um, around that time, I did, I I have mentioned him, a coworker of mine, um, he also started to, 
we started to do this around the same time. Like something just clicked and we started to dive down these holes. So we started bouncing ideas off of each other and um, that kept leading down different rabbit holes, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, in, in, in the very beginning, um, it's very confusing and it's very hard because it's hard to make um, all the things that you're coming across for the first time. So, for example, Operation Mockingbird. I've mentioned it on the previous on I, th- I think I mentioned it on the previous one. Mm-hmm. I looked into that. And that's essentially how all of the media is controlled and it's just essentially predictive programming. Okay. Literally, it's programming our subconscious. Like we talked about right there. Like we yeah. So, which you're in agreement with. And, and it, most people are in agreement with that. But that just doesn't seem right to me. Like, everything we watched... So, you know, so I started going down, and then everything started to connect. You know, all the different hallways you were talking about, all those doors lead to... They all seem to lead to one place. You know? And then the glorious COVID happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of the, the lockdowns and the mandatory stuff and all of everything that happened and it's a reason i'm so big into it is because there's hard evidence legitimate proof studies scientific data doctors scientists credible people with years of experience in their field have come out and they've said the opposite of what the agenda is of what the media is saying and the numbers don't lie. They're just they're showing numbers. They even repeat some of the stuff the CDC says and the WHO says. And then the media go says no, but then big tech, the censorship, censors them. Mm-hmm. So it just makes me wonder. It's like, why? Mm-hmm. You know? What's the overarching uh, goal, right? And Operation Mockingbird, in terms of controlling media, who who do you think is behind this? Like, what if you can dive deeper into that? I think that'll provide a lot of insight because um, we use the words they, right? But like, who? So, you know, when I say they, and this is for all your followers, you said in the beginning, you really have to keep an open mind. Um, we live in a holographic electromagnetic reality. Okay. We are energy. Our our bodies are just vehicles mm-hmm. in this reality right now, in this realm. For our energy source or our soul. Is, you could say it's non-human. I ju- it's, you could say it's non-human is like the ultimate, what you would, I don't want to say God, but what you would, most people would consider God or the creator. It's a non-energy form, right? And then uh, I was actually just watching some David Icke before this hopped on. And uh, there's an interbreeding between what we would now call, you know, like the 13 royal families, the 13 bloodlines. I'm sure you've heard of them. If not, um, I can pull up a list of them, but it's essentially 13 families that... 13 bloodlines that essentially are connected to everything in the real world. They run the world. So you want to know who's controlling it? Those people are. But if you want to get on a deeper level, it's a non-human entity. It's just, you know, I would say it's a non-human entity. And that's kind of hard to fathom because what else would it be? You know, if it's not human, what is it? 
it, that's hard for us to conceptualize, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so when I say they, I mean, and it goes higher this, but I mean the mainstream media, I mean the big banks, the central bankers, um, these globalist organizations, the UN, the WHO, um, the Trilateral Commission, um, but, uh, the Bilderberg Group, you know, these groups that are these globalist um, cults, I would call them, they're the ones that um, ultimately decide um, what we see, feel, hear, and think. So, these royal families, they dive deep into the you know, bloodlines that have ruled the world for centuries, right? So, the idea was that the United States escaped... Escaped them? Escaped the British, right? Oh, yeah. So, the idea in the United States was that freedom was was getting away from what they were being spoon-fed. Where did it go wrong? What happened? From the very beginning, we are not, if you look, there was this long, lengthy thing, but from the very beginning, from the birth of, uh, from the birth of our nation, think about it. Most of our forefathers, most of our forefathers were were Freemasons. Mm -hmm. Freemasons are one of those secret society groups everyone talks about, and they have their hand in damn near everything on this planet. Mm -hmm. Nice tattoo. Um, so I genuinely think from the birth of our nation, we've been, uh, it's been a corporation, really. So that's what I was going to say. The the countries that rule the world are like equivalent to our big tech companies, right? They are, and I've always said this, there's levels to this shit, and regardless of whatever you look at. You look at a human body, okay. You look at cells, okay. You look at electrons, you look at protons, right? There's levels to it. Yeah. You look at a country, you look at, um, okay, it has states, or it has regions, then it has states, then it has... Um, Cities, and then towns, and then counties, you know, counties and yeah. Towns, right? Um, if you look at... Um, uh, a country, and you look at uh, you look at a stock market, right? It has large um, mutuals, right? And then it has the biggest companies, the the monopolizing companies, and then it has the smalls, and then it drops down into the local everyday businesses, and then it drops down to black markets and blah 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 blah. So, the 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 control of everything is 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 slowly dripping from the top. Right, essentially, and it's very compartmentalized. I think I said that right. Compartmentalized um, in in such a way that anybody born in the last, say, three hundred years, wasn't even aware of what they were born into. No, and just like we're not aware of what we're about to go into, you know. Um, so unless you know the, unless you know. The end game, unless you know what's, unless you're planning it, you don't know what's, you don't know what's going to happen, you know, ultimately. So then, um, diving into these things, there, there needs to be, for people that are listening, right, there needs to be, there needs to be specific, there needs to be things that can, 
be relatable and comprehensible in order for anybody to want to um, understand or to even just take an extra step and look into. So um, can you give me like specific things that have happened in the last um, maybe three months and, and say, this is what we were told, this is what I believe, and here's why. Maybe oh, the three last months. three months, I mean, COVID, first off, what they say is not what I believe, and what they say is not what it is. We're all living through it right now. So and, do we uh, not think it's a virus? Do we not think that it is um, men? Do we not think that it's naturally occurring? Do we not think that it's... Um, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And the CDC's own statistics prove this, and they've said it. And, and here's the thing. There's whistleblowers, too, that say this stuff, and but people just swipe them underneath the rug. But the common cold and the flu and pneumonia have completely vanished. Completely vanished. You look at the numbers, they're under... They're in like those single digits. You look at COVID cases and they're in the thousands, mm -hmm. sometimes tens of thousands. I don't know what the number, I don't even pay attention to that stuff. So how does that make sense? And it's funny, I asked my boss about this just the other day, just to try and test it. Cause I saw a meme of it. I thought it was funny. They said, oh, the, the flu and the common cold have, cl have completely disappeared. And then someone says, um, well, because we're wearing masks and we're social distancing. Okay, well, then why have COVID cases risen? And then because we've, and then it's dot, dot, dot. And I told my boss that, I, my, I said my boss that, and he, like, paused. I could tell he was trying to think of something. And then he made up some bullshit thing, like, oh, COVID's different, it's this, that, and third. And that. I was like, okay, really? Okay, well, then let's look at the PCR tests. PCR tests, the inventor of the PCR has said it doesn't really test for anything. And if you want to test for some for something specific, you can you, you can do it. It doesn't and it also doesn't tell you if you're sick or not. It just tests for proteins. Mm -hmm. it doesn't even test for it. <clears throat> and then you have these instances where people get tested four times in two days or in four days or whatever. And half of them are positive and half of them are negative. You'd think if you had it, it wouldn't be negative the, the next time around, right? So, so, so I'm just going to finish. So I'm not saying the virus is fake. Because, I mean, we can get into the health aspect of that after. But in terms of this, this, I'm not saying it's fake. I'm just saying all most of the information and the propaganda and um, the statistics mm -hmm. and the data is, is fake or it's altered or skewed in some way to push an agenda, to drive fear, no, fear-driven. So, yeah, I mean, people get sick all the time. That's fine. But if you look at the deaths of the actual deaths, most of them are elderly. The CDC said only 6% of people died from just COVID alone. 94% of everyone else that died had two or three pre-existing health conditions. Mm -hmm. And most of them were the elderly population. Mm -hmm. So 
what the hell, man? Like, are we not going to use common sense here? Or like, you know? So then there's, I know people who are not in the elderly age who have passed away from it. Um, so there's, there's the side of it where on a human level, um, you have to, you have to take into accountability that not everyone is um, going to be able to get through it. And not everyone that has pre-existing conditions got those as a result of lifestyle. <clears throat> yes. Um, right. Some people are born with them. Uh, um, but beyond anything COVID related, um, if, if it is a vehicle to create fear, and to push these agendas, what is the agenda? What was the point? What is the overarching goal? The overarching goal is a one world government, a totalitarian state um, where there's one religion, one currency, um, essentially a communistic state where the very few control the very large mass and that's already the case now but like places like america we have things of what we call freedom we have certain unalienable rights where you know we were born here and this is how it is which is why we see it so heavily attacked right now in the states because um i think it's kind of the last barrier before it but it's mandatory vaccinations barrier. it's the strongest barrier yeah, it is because we have. Well, I think I think the strongest one is Second Amendment, but freedom of speech, you know, all that stuff. It's yeah, but I mean, yeah, it, it's to push this one world order. Look at Agenda Twenty One and Agenda Thirty. Like, I could go into this stuff all day. I don't have all the information up in front of me, but all it takes is a quick. I, I don't use Google anymore, but like quick search on a search engine. What do you use? understand what like briefly what it is? What do you use? Duck Duck Go. Duck Duck Go. Which right now I just found out they now have a Chrome extension, which makes me think they're kind of partnering with Google, mm -hmm. which I don't like. So I might have to find another one. Okay. Um, but I don't know. But it's to push everyone into cities. Um, control their food, control their water. They already have these smart cities. I think it's Shanghai, but there's definitely one out in China. They're called smart cities. And this guy, he visited it. He didn't have the implant in his hand, even though that is coming out. Um, and years ago, people were saying the ID microchip is crazy, but now we're, people are getting asking for it. Um, this guy in Shang in the smart city in China, he jaywalked across the street, and 20 seconds later, his phone gives him a bing, and his money taken out of his account. So it's the ultimate form of control. And then ultimately, if we want to get to the deeper levels, they want to connect our consciousness to AI and like. We won't be able to tell what's reality and what's virtual reality. They, they'll have complete control over it. Look at Westworld, for example. Altered Carbon on Netflix. These type of dystopian, Orwellian, 
uh, scenarios. It's essentially what they want. Perfect example, Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. Probably it's a little bit more accurate than 1984 by George Orwell. Yep. Yeah. But it's a very good depiction of what's going on now and where we're headed. So then what what drives someone to want this? Why why are these royal families why has this been their plan? Why why are they going forth with it? What is it that they're going to get out of it? So when I first started going down these holes, a big part of it was um, the satanic worship and this, these Luciferian satanic cults. And the, when you, you find out, again, a lot of the dots connect, a lot of the superpower elite, these families, um, and people that stem from them, it's not just the families, you know, you have other puppets from the families, um, but they're really dark, sinister um, entities, you know? Um, they emit very negative vibrations and frequencies, and uh, they feed off negativity, low, low, low frequencies and low vibration. Um, so they're not nice to begin with, but control. I mean, you can control, you have a handful of people controlling 8 billion people. I mean, you can do everything you want. If I were smart, I'd want control over someone's creativity. I wouldn't want control over someone's ability to fucking be a sheep. What What is that going to do for me? That's a good question. I don't know. Nothing to the table. You, you, you might as well put a fucking rock in line and have them, you know, pay for your Netflix and, you know, Facebook ads and whatever the hell it is. Like... Why does anyone strive to be a king? Why does anyone strive, you know? Ego. I'll say to be president, but, like, that's just to strive to be a puppet. Um, look at all, like, in the past, like, in the past, like, ancient civilizations, there's always been a ruler. There's all, you know, there's always been someone that's destined for the top, I should say, that's striving to control. There's always a villain that's always trying to rule over everyone. Mm-hmm. So then, think, maybe more of human nature, honestly. Going back to the whole Orwellian and, and George Orwell, nineteen eighty four, and and depictions of these places that we're heading and things that we're doing and um, how it all started. Did you get to watch Zeitgeist? I haven't yet. No. Oh man, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, <laughs> I it, it is on my list, though. I am going to check it out. It does look good. So anybody who is listening and has gotten this far, you definitely probably already have an open mind. Um, go watch Zeitgeist if you have not. Um, shout out to Skyler Oliviera, bro. My man, Sky. Um, he introduced that to me when I was at LaSalle. And... Oh, this dives so deep into, um, and, and we started the podcast with the information age, um, and what you're talking about, this, this new world order, Agenda 21, all of these things, um, it kind of comes full circle for me, um, and it's funny because, like I said, this is three, four years ago that I watched this, but um, 
there's there's a lot of energy in the in the world right now um i'll say that i've experienced a lot more negative energy lately than uh, i probably have in the last couple of years but with all that being said um zeitgeist will open your mind to kind of some of these uh satanic things and and it'll dive deep into um religion and control it'll dive deep into the reasoning um and and the similarities behind all of the major religions and a lot of the languages a lot of the symbolism that we um have come to see and learn and talk about um like you've sent me quite a number of things with symbolism uh and symbolism is huge whether it's numerology whether it's um um actual you know geographical or, or geometrical figures and signs and and things of that nature it's a language i i think it, it's a language it, it's how these people communicate with in the terms of what i'm thinking about in it's how they communicate for example symbolism um pedophilia there's certain symbols that represent certain things and that's how you, they communicate you know, because you, you can't just openly say, I like little girl. You know what I'm saying? You can't just openly say that. So symbolism is a way. And that goes exactly with what you're saying throughout time, numerology. The, there's there's a lot of similarities between religions. And if you think about um, the the num the numbers, numerology is huge, right? Um, the numbers um, 3 and 6 and 11 and all of those are, are very... Um, forefront depicted in so many different religions mm -hmm. and if you think about um things like the three kings or half of the the solstice right you have your summer solstice and your winter solstice winter six solstice months, right you're it's coming months. up um and when you talk about um agenda 21 you you I, I had read a couple of articles that you had sent me um regarding that and the the idea turns full circle when you start to see that um there is in the winter and, and summer solstice and astrology and numerology there is um a certain length of time that we've experienced based on the alignment of the moon and, and the sun and the stars and all of those different things within space that um, we can jump into that depict the different astrologies, right? So uh, astrological signs. So moving from Pisces to Aries to Cancer or Sag to whatever, I remember in Zeitgeist, it talks about um, in a certain year within um, this realm, kind of like what we're experiencing right now, you're going to experience a shift from basically the the astrological sign and the characteristics of that astrological sign. Not only um, do they, they, they basically become the energy of consciousness within mass society. So switching over from a, a Pisces to an Aries, you're gonna see that those have different characteristics within individuals but when we make that transition from a year basis, whenever we hit one of those solstices and things align differently in the universe, then we are going to see a mass consciousness shift. Yes. 
And that mass consciousness shift brought me back to that original line that I said of we're going to be entering the information age. We really are. So I want you to dive into two things. We'll start with the winter solstice and December 21st. It is not December 21st. We are five days out. Um, but when this Close. Is, I need I need to I need to just hear this conversationally. What like what what the hell are we gonna experience? What, what <laughs> um, first off, and I can get into it. It's up to you. You have to. You can't think of the Earth as a, as a sphere. I'm sorry. The way I'm gonna, going to depict it, you just can't. Um, and this is the very, so that, you know, that video I sent you on this universal disclosure. Yes. Um, if you haven't seen it, it it's very visual. So everyone, if you even gotten this far, cause I'm kind of crazy sometimes, um, universal disclosure 2020, you type that in, in YouTube and it'll pop up. Um, it's very visual. So, yeah. Cause it honestly, it's. It's the video that solidified and connected all of the, most of the dots for me. Okay. So I'll just put it out there like that. And this is on, I'm speaking cosmic level shit. Like this is not your ordinary, um, you know, walk to the park. This is like cosmic level, like what that egg, those existential questions, like why are we here? And what's the unit? What is the universe and all of that? It's like, answer some of those existential questions to me. Um, so it's very far out there. But in order to like, before I get into that, you have to realize we live on a geocentric um, plane. Explain. Uh, geocentric uh, means everything revolves around the earth. Heliocentric is around the sun. So geocentric, it's essentially I don't want to go there. Essentially saying we have a flat earth, <laughs> which I I can't. Be, a little side note for your followers, because I do want to say it. I can guarantee we do not live on a spinning ball flying through space going millions of miles per hour. <laughs> I can just. I can guarantee. I can, I can just. I can't. I can't guarantee anything, but I'm damn near sure about that. <laughs> I mean. So to, to, to give everyone insight on my thoughts, um, because I also think very scientifically um, from some standpoint, um, and some people will say science is the 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 death of consciousness. Other people will say it's the it's the fact check of con blah 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 blah. Right. So what we know about science is that we are and someone asked me this the other day what do you consider energy energy is nothing but electrons and protons and neutrons reacting freely in space that's how i think of it okay um <clears throat> not not like they're just randomly bouncing around all the time sporadically blah blah, blah. there's a there's a systematic you know, equation to this but um, that gets into the quantum realm, right? So uh, understanding that <clears throat> from the most basic understanding of astrology and stars and planets and all of that that I grew up with is knowing that I remember every star will eventually turn into a black hole. 
very simple. Most people will agree. Mm -hmm. So when that happens, the idea is that a black hole becomes a lapse in time. That is what people believe it to be. It sucks in and um, matter is, is escaped in a sense, right? Mm -hmm. so when I think of it like that, I think that Earth I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna turn down your idea of uh, geocentric and, and heliocentric, right? Uh, I have not done enough of that on my own, but my my ideology and the way I explain it to people is: I don't think Earth is flat. I think Earth will be flat or is flat at one time or another, based on the fact that it is a star or a planet that will get bigger and become a black hole. Therefore, at one point in the quantum realm, it will be a time-lapse space. It will mm -hmm. not have any sort of mass to it. Things will be able to go in and out of it very simply. So that's where I come from. And that's why I'm always open to having this conversation. Um, so... I, I, it intrigues me. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um. So, just from, I'll start off by saying because I went down so many rabbit holes, I don't trust anything. Not that I don't trust anything. I don't believe everything. And also, scientists can be bought just as easily as just as easily as politicians. 100%. So when you think about it like that, so everything we're fed in the mainstream media, science related, um kind of throw it out the window for starters meaning and that was the hardest part about the start of this was having to unlearn everything literally i mean unlearn everything um we've been indoctrinated with so the way i read it is every book we ever learned from was written by one person or yeah. a, a group of people it was it not, may not be far from the truth there um, like everything, yeah. everything that has ever been written down. Yeah. Written down. Um, so it was someone's perception of what was learned or experienced or saw or, you know, in that room. Yeah, definitely. Um, where were we going? You were talking about the fact that you've thrown out an unlearned. Oh uh, yeah. 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 Mainstream. Um, it says, the winter solstice, right? Mm -hmm. We can make another podcast because I can talk about that all day. But in terms of the winter solstice, well, um, and what was that? Talk about it now. All right. I can give you a quick rundown. My observations and the stuff I've done of why I don't believe we live on a spinning sphere flying through space. Um, empirically, which means you can see it through logic and visual, like it's what you see, you know, rather than science and mumbo jumbo crap um it's flat you you can think of think of an airplane it flies up and it just flies straight right it, it doesn't and now if the earth were round it would have to take into account the curvature right the the, the curvature of the earth right so if it's flying it would have to if it just flew straight it'd fly up into the space it wouldn't do anything you know it would just go out According to NASA, this is their numbers. The curvature, NASA says 8,000 
meters per diameter. Um, and it's 25,000 miles around. You can go through the math, but it essentially it's saying every eight miles, it curves, right? The plane would have to take into account for the curvature. Every eight miles. It's almost every five minutes. Like, it's the plane would have to be constantly dipping or going up. It would have to be. There's videos, but like even... Always have to be dipping. It would, it would have to, regardless if you're going, it would have to take into account of, of the curvature, right? I mean, there's no other way around it. Mm-hmm. So, but planes don't do that. They go up, they fly in the troposphere, and then they land. They don't go up, they don't tilt down. That was one thing. Also, water is always level. Water, level. No matter how I turn this, the water is going to stay level. Water doesn't just stay to a ball, you know, it falls off. Water is always level. That was another thing. Just because it is. And then also, empirically, like meaning you can just look at it, and this is also taking the curvature into effect, the world's longest bridge, 101 miles, 110 miles, something like that. 102.4 102.4 miles long. It's in China, or out, out there. It's 102 miles long. Now, if the Earth had curvature, you wouldn't be able to see the whole thing. It would, it would have to take into effect. It's just a flat bridge. Mm-hmm. The Continental Railroad. That's just a flat strain, you know? Train that drives. It was a train that just went flat the whole time. Didn't go, didn't, didn't go down, didn't go up, you know? doesn't take into account of any of the curvature. And then, going to my operations I, I always like to talk about. <laughs> um, Operation High Jump was in uh, shortly after World War II, I believe. Admiral Byrd, who was a Freemason, by the way. Um, CIA, all, you know, all these people. It's actually the military, not the CIA. They send, what was the exact number? It's uh, 4,700 troops and 30 ships to explore the Antarctica and stuff. Um, what I believe is to be the Antarctic wall. It's just a giant ice wall, similar to Game of Thrones. Okay. Imagine that. Um, he goes on this expedition, and when he comes back, he says... He sees, and this is on television, like, there's an interview. You can see him saying this. He sees um, this area about the size of the United States, just plush, green, beautiful forests, and, like, completely different world. Now, you know, that may sound crazy, you know, that's just a conspiracy thing, whatever. There was a second Operation High Jump, so he went back and said the same thing. And then... Another operation, Operation Fishbowl. I'm just kind of going through, through like all like the list here. Operation Fishbowl was a joint effort between the uh, 19 after World War II, 1957, I think. What was it? 19. I didn't write the date down. It's in the 1950s or late 40s. Operation Fishbowl, joint effort between Russia and the United States. Essentially, they shot nukes up into the air to see what would happen. Trying to break through what I call the firmament, the glass, 
it's not glass, but you know, try to break through. Nothing happened. If you shoot it up short enough, it's just gonna keep going, right? Mm-hmm. Exploded. So that was another thing that just seemed weird, you know. And then on top of that, um, <laughs> you have the disastrous moon landing. That's never happened. Um, you can talk about that all day. There's obscene amount of uh, contradictions and answers that have not been answered. Also, why have we never been back? If we've been, why have we never been back? You'd think as technology gets better, we'd make it easier and we could go back. We've not once, no one's gone to the moon yet. No one's gone to the moon once, except for us. We didn't even go. <laughs> so it's like, if we've gone once, why don't we go again? So, on that one, I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast with a Terry something. He's an astronaut. Um, and I've watched, um, I've watched a number of uh, astronauts on the show Earth on Rock, Rock on Earth. What is one Will Smith did on Netflix? But um, he talked about it. Um, the idea as well that I've thought about is when you're in the space station and you're looking down, if if they there's video footage of something rotating, what? How do we explain that? What's rotating? Like when you're in the space spaceship when you're in space station and you're looking down at earth you see the outline of the countries and the clouds and the atmosphere and and land and you oh cgi you really think so um fun fact nasa has the biggest and well the largest biggest cgi uh studio in the world or maybe in the country hollywood films movies there why do you need a CGI station? How many astronauts can they pay off? Like to, to how many how many astronauts are there? There's no, there's generally not a lot of astronauts. There's thousands I mean, of astronauts. I don't think that's a lot in in terms of 300 million people. But no, you're right. I mean, listen, money. I don't know. People, greed, man. <laughs> so that's like the weird thing is like. Um, and, and he talked about he talked about the moon landing. I wish I could freaking remember more of it. Um, so then, if if there's there's certain questions people are gonna ask, right? We have a flat Earth. Now, when you say flat, are we a? a it's not a pancake. It's not. I think a lot of people think the flat Earth means a pancake. I, I consider it more of a cosmic egg. Or firmament. Even the Bible uses the word firmament. Imagine like I don't know, kind of cutting. That's too. That's too round. It's just like it's like imagine an egg, right? Cut it in half and then draw a line on it. Draw a line on the egg, right? Where that where that line is? That's our plane. That's that's where we are. Something like this. 
Similar, yeah, but there's more of a bottom to it because you have to account for like the oceans and stuff. And more like that, and it has it has a little bottom. Yeah, so imagine that just on top. Like, take two of those and then put one on top of that. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, I think. Now, for you guys watching, this is just my interpretation. Like, I don't know if I'm right. I don't know if I'm wrong. Um, I've been labeled a crazy friend, so who knows? But, um, yeah, I'm just talking to your viewers. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, for for shits and giggles right now, ex yeah. And then, so where that line is would be like where we're chilling right now. You know, above would be the astral projections and everything we could we perceive as. Um, the universe, and then below, I mean, you have to account for the water. So, this is this is where we're living. This is what we're seeing. Yes. And everything underneath that white, all the gray here, that is the rock that we live on. Whatever we live on, yeah. I mean, rock is what... We, so, we've only gone so far down. Yeah, and we've only gone so far up. They make us believe we've gone like super far up, but why haven't we gone back? Like you know, like all this stuff. Like <laughs> I could go on, but so then when we talk about it being flat, the idea of like where the fuck is the edge comes up. So that kind of leads into because this this video um is kind of depicts more of what I feel like um, it is. But in terms of the winter solstice, um, how am I going to explain this? This is, it's very difficult. Imagine, so we've kind of just established my perception of this and my belief. Um, is that we live on a geocentric electromagnetic like the universe, right? Like kind of what we just described right there, right? So we're the we're the center of the universe. What we perceive to be the universe, because we only experience it from our this this vessel, this vehicle right now. Okay. There is so like tell you like the afterlife shit probably real, <laughs> but. Uh, 100%. Now, that's that's one thing I definitely believe in. And that leads into spirituality, which is... I've kind of left the stuff we're talking about now behind. Um, and Just because I've realized I need... Uh, everything comes from within. Mm -hmm. I think it comes from the heart chakra. Like, open your heart and the universe will respond. Mm -hmm. Genu genuinely believe that. Um, I mean, you agree we're all... It's just vibrations and energy, right? You emit a certain frequency, you're gonna get it back. And I think that's one of the hardest chakras for people to open. Um, oh, it, I think it is the hardest. It's, well, penal gland might be pretty hard, but opening your heart to actually love everything—it's a very painstaking process. It's, it's, it's tough. It's fucking wild. So I had a I had a chakra massage um, a couple of years back. Uh, Reiki that's massage, cool. right? Right. Basically, utilizing. Um, and, and Reiki massage therapists, uh, they are an absolute sponge. Like they have to basically, right. Energy cannot be created or, um, 
lost, right? So they, they are literally transforming the energy within your body through yeah. their ability to, to take it in and put it back in. Right? It's crazy. Transform it, put it back in. So that was where she found most of my tightness um, and most of my blockage was heart chakra over my chest. I remember the breathing that I got into and, and mind you, no one's talking during this. It's, it's just a felt experience, right? So um, I'm laying on the table and I'm breathing. Okay, we're moving like up the legs. We get into the sacral chakra. We get into, you know, um, the root chakra, all of those things, right? And then we get to my heart and I'm breathing at a, like a smaller capacity. And all of a sudden I start to like, I'm inhaling for 45 seconds to a minute at a time. Wow. Just wow. Un, an unreal sense of openness and freedom. It, it, it's really strange to get that feeling back. I've, I've experienced it a couple times since because once you understand that something is ex can be experienced, you... Once again, you have the ability, you already know that it's possible, right? So I've experienced that maybe a handful of times since then. That was three years ago. Damn. It is, it was a, an unreal, like I just, I, I, you can't put it into words, especially it was the first time. Um, and it was, it was so strange, man. And when you, when you, she talked about it afterwards, she's like, yeah, your, your heart chakra, um, you, you had a, a ton of tension there through your chest, through your mid-back, thoracic spine. Um, and and the, the, the energy that we hold on to manifests in other ailments, right? It causes symptoms in other ways. And that's why health is so much more than some of the stuff that's, uh, you know, fed to us, right? Yeah. Um, so... I want you to dive back into that. Sorry to, to kind of blow you off track there. No, you're good. Um, yeah, the winter solstice, that is right around the corner. Um, we are on the brink of a new age. I gen <clears throat> December 21st is going to be um, the start of the reset, as you could call it. Mm -hmm. But essentially... Bear with me. This is where the World Economic Forum and all these other major companies are talking about the the, the new normal and the, and the major reset. They're, I'm so they're actually saying these things and they, they're tweeting them. They are putting them on Facebook. They're going on live TV and doing interviews and utilizing the same freaking saying across all of these platforms. And, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to get into it, but... <laughs> You have, it, it solidifies my point even more on what's going to come with this winter solstice, essentially cosmic alignment. I'll get back to the WEC or WEF. Um, so we kind of discussed what I, what we're going into. Now imagine a drop of water in a pond, right? You have, do you have concentric, like equal rings around it, right? Yeah. Um, we're on the fifth um, call them epoch, but rings right now in, in the middle. Right. And this is where, um, a lot of the religion, a lot of, um, 
syncretic research, like uh, pulling from multiple sources, multiple cultures, languages, uh, you know, all that type of stuff. Pulling from multiple sources. Um, in the middle, so you have the drop of water, right? That's uh, perceived as... Um, the center is like a magnetic north pole, electromagnetic pillar, or tree of life, as people have um, talked about in in the past. Um, also referred to as the Garden of Eden. Um, in that, you have... Uh, fuck, what was the name of it? Like, Mercury and Venus, right? Um, or like Saturn and Jupiter, whatever. It doesn't matter because they're all, it really doesn't matter. But so you have two, like a moon and a sun, right? This is the layman's terms of going through the whole 46 minute video. I'm not going to spend 45, 46 minutes. Um, but so there's four realms, right? Boom, four realms. So four circles, right? Around each circle has a moon and a sun. How many planets do we have? We have eight planets. Pluto's not a planet. So, on ours would be Ju Jupiter and Saturn would be considered our moon and our sun. This is, it's crazy, it's wild. And here's the thing, the video that we're gonna post in the link, it's very visual. So if you see it, yeah, yeah. you're gonna understand what I'm talking about. So, so essentially, hear me out, you have the four rings, right? And they're all, rose, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like circulating and rotating, you know, around the top um and then you can imagine like the circle right split it up into a clock you have you can take like the time the months um the astrological symbols sagittarius pisces you know all of that stuff align them up accordingly the seasons and the months and all that um and long i'm gonna fast forward through it all but on this winter solstice it's the first time in six thousand years we're going to have complete alignment with the four suns on this side and the four moons on this side. And essentially, um, it's like opening a portal to each other realm. It's crazy. Uh, complete yeah. cosmic alignment. It's called, so the cardinal shift or cosmic shift. And the information age. What exactly? And what's going to happen is, um, because of and this is why I had to explain the geocentric because on the 21st so the sun is at the lowest level on the y-axis the closest to the earth right and the furthest away and the way it works is the sun is neither going to rise nor go down for three days from the 21st to the 24th this is also it's where it starts to relate to zeitgeist. What other, for all my religious people out there, what else does that sound like? You die for three days and you rise out on the fourth? Jesus Christ. Is that not what the whole thing is based off of? And, and then if you go to show you that there's tons of other religions that say the same things. Exactly. And you can prove, I bet that movie you were talking about says it. And then if you really dig deep back, this is a little side note. Um, Essentially, and you could probably agree to this, most religions kind of worship the sun. Jesus Christ is a symbol of the sun. We're not, they're not saying the sun's a god, but it symbolizes everything good about it. 
you know, everything good that God gives us, right? So what would that be considered as? God's son, S-U-N or S-O-N. Jesus Christ is God's son. Essentially, Jesus, the son, and all the son uh, figures, and you look through the churches and the windows and all in the churches, there's generally a son behind Jesus' head. And a lot of other religions can back this up. So with that just being said, that was just a huge crank. You know, it's, you know, so that was just like, well, damn, that makes perfect sense. Like, and then, yeah, you know. So major energy force. That's what the sun or the God is, right? And religions looked up to the sun. Religions looked up to a higher power. They looked up to God, all those things. Listen, I, I take... I take little things and bits and pieces from every religion. I don't think, I, th- I think there are principles within each one that make sense and are logical and have value in our lives. They're, they're, it's wisdom. It's, it's uh, them, you know, relaying information about what you can learn, what you can experience and what you have the ability to do, all of those things, right? So that's where, um, the fact that so much of them overlap that's where it comes to a full circle where okay now it all makes sense like it it was an experience that was felt around the world from all different types of people and they were trying to relay that to the next generation to the next humans coming after them exactly yeah exactly you hit the nail on the head um a a lot of the different religions share the same uh, beginning like beliefs, you know, ideologies. Yeah. I, that's where I was looking for. They share a lot of the same ideologies. It may just be dressed up a little bit differently, you know. 100%. So then, continuing on with uh, the winter, the sun neither rising nor shine, rising okay. nor going down. Right. Um. You could take um a lot of people, even the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, dictator name. That sounds creepy. Um, has even said there's going to be a cyber attack. Keep that in mind. Now, a lot of financial experts, experts can't talk. A lot of people in the financial world said there's going to be a financial crash, a reset. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a psyop, but QAnon, I'm sure people have heard of that. They're saying that there's going to be a blackout and Trump's going to lock everyone up and all this stuff, but there's going to be a blackout. The grid's going to go down, you know? Um, the whole the whole global grid is going to go down. Well, when this happens, it is. And after the third day, on the fourth day, on the 25th, um, which is funny, it's funny how we use Christmas trees, which kind of symbolizes the tree of life, at this time. That was another thing that kind of got to me. But so, all about that. Yeah, so you 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 this this kind of aligns with with that movie then. Um where was I? Shit. The 25th, the fourth day. Oh, yes. Or the sun rising. So, it's um we're going to have imagine the northern lights, right? But like times 100 or times 10, like times crazy amount. 
It's going to be, the whole globe's going to be able to see it. And this is part of the mass awakening that we're talking about. You're going to be able to look up and it's going to be crazy. Like what we see in the movies and stuff. So the crazy thing is that when I heard the whole information age thing, right, to, to jump back to that and you said the whole cyber attack um, thing was going to happen. And, and I read that in the articles and the things that were sent, right? So that's exactly what that, like, clicked for me. I was like, hmm. And then I started to think about the zeitgeist. I'm like, wow, I remember them saying that there was going to be a shift very soon in this, that, and the next and we're going to shift from basically one sense of consciousness to another. Yes. As we're changing astrological signs. Yes. And I was like, damn, I remember all of this stuff now. And You've got to watch this video, bro. And it's going to, you're, it's going to make sense to you. I promise. Okay. Especially since you've seen that movie, like mm. it's, it, it, it's all going to make sense. Yes. You just hit the nail on the head. Okay. So here's my thing where I think's going to happen. Um, they're going to use it as a false flag. If there's a, a false flag is going to happen. Mm-hmm. However, when this, it's going to look like a nuclear. Ex- Can you explain the, the term in the sense of false flag? What does that mean to you? What, what do you, what a do false you, flag. What do you, yeah. I may upset people, but nine 11. Okay. False flag, false flag to start a war, you know, false, actually really, for the Patriot Act, really. That's really what came from from 9-11 was the Patriot Act. Okay. Biggest breach of personal security and privacy ever. Yeah. Um, COVID-19, false flag. Use it to... It's a, it's a false flag. It's a, something dressed up. As one. Presents one. something, but it's something... That there's, a, there's a hidden agenda behind it. It's not what it seems. Or in a sense, it, it's, it's a distraction for something to, yes. uh, or for other things to happen. It's a, it's That's, a yeah. yes, it, it's a distraction. Okay. Um, and with the cyber attack things in that video, um, it said they're going to tell us not to go outside because it's going to be harmful, like radiation or something. And, uh, Mo- it, well, it, that's true because it says it's going it, to, um, and this is, you can go look up the Carrington event in 1857, 1859, 1859, the Carrington event. Go look it up. If you're still watching this, whoever is, please do it. Um, it's going to be very similar to that, but stronger. And essentially, um, the sun, um, it emits like uh, plasma plasma stuff right Mm -hmm. into the atmosphere and it draws heavy metals from our bodies now what have they been polluting us with for since since our birth since we came out of the womb heavy metals heavy metals poison chemicals vaccines foods water deodorant toothpaste you name it everything lotions bad body wash um the plastic we, we we drink out of, the, the stove and pans we use out of, unless it's not cast out, everything has heavy metals in it, pretty much. So then, so, hold on, uh, right? The, this word starts to turn back into, we are, we have the they, 
right? They're trying to do negative yeah. things, right? They're the ones that are supposedly, right, all putting this stuff in us, mm-hmm. giving us heavy, bad metals. They're, they're doing all of those things for us and and blinding us and, and doing it behind our backs, right, with false flags and all these things. But then if this cosmic event is aligning and that is supposed to happen on the 25th, um that would be a good thing no the sun emitting this and and drawing metal toxins from our body so it's not really drawing it I, that was the way wrong way to describe it um see here's the thing if this is all this is all hypothetical you know because this everything i'm talking about is just hypothetical because no one knows what's going to happen what is it are they saying it's it's a good thing that it's going to no it's going to make us very sick so it's going to make the metals more worse it's going yeah it's yeah and that's where i was getting at it's going to make us very sick and they're going to tell us not to go inside or not to go outside um to stay inside which they're already doing they're already they're already telling it and maybe not down in florida but a lot of the places they're telling us to stay inside um and so see everything there's so much to it but um i don't think people are gonna die right away you know like i don't think they're gonna like if they go outside they get it ah and then they die no, I don't. That's not going to happen. Like, I think, oh, but I do believe, because I have seen stuff about another, well, actually, time out. The news has already said that there has been, down in the South, a new strain of COVID. So I think next year, a lot of people are going to die from COVID, and that's going to, like, really make people serious, people like me. Um, but I see through the bullshit. Um, so I think that would be the end game, but I think the immediately, the, World Economic Forum has already said there's going to be a cyber attack. We've seen documents of all this stuff um, saying we're at risk for cyber attack. And then I mentioned this to you before, bro, the alien the alien invasion. I, I, now's as good a time as any. Now is as good a time as any. They're going to... Didn't they already come up with something this year, the Pentagon saying? Yeah, exactly. That's part of the... Uh, subconscious shit I'm talking about. They're, they're they're priming us. They're conditioning us. All the alien movies. They're conditioning us to already like accept it, kind of. So, do you think we are going to have an alien invasion, or do you think they're going to false flag us with an alien invasion? False flag us, of course. It's going to be holograms, holographic projections, and we're going to experience them, and our reality is real. Yes. You I was know. just watching this video, and there's some video footage. I don't know if it's doctored or not, um, but another one, <laughs> Project Bluebeam. That's very interesting. Project Bluebeam by NASA. It's a four-step thing, but step two is uh, holograms. Using holograms, giant in the sky. To, they say for clouds, but come on. Um Think about it. We already have holograms that work. Tupac was on stage. You've seen that. I'm sure you've seen that video of the kids in like the school gymnasium. Mm-hmm. And there's a giant whale that jumps out of the basketball court. Oh, um, yeah, splashes yeah. and water goes everywhere. It's just a hologram. Yeah. That looks yeah. real, you know? Um, so I definitely believe they have the technology 
to, to pull something like that off, 100%. Um, There's a... <clears throat> did you ever watch the thing on Netflix I told you about that was... Um, I, I don't, you don't have Netflix, you probably don't watch it. Dude, this... I don't watch it very often. Uh, called Snowden. It's the movie about the guy who um, basically... what Edward Snowden. Yeah, Edward Snowden, right? So Patriot. The Patriot Act. That's what you were talking about. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. the Patriot Act and Edward Snowden, it goes into that entire backstory. And yes, it's a movie, but like if you can take the information for what it is and not just like they're telling you stories in movies. Most of them aren't fake. Most of no. them are a depiction of what <laughs> most of them are happen. very, very real. Yeah. yeah. So um the idea that he, he did that and like that was in a major part of our youth and I had no idea. I was like, why why did no one say this then? What, what did you know? Like why wasn't I told that when I was that young? Or because we're not supposed to know. We've yeah. been indoctrinated and programmed. It's like like the major plug it right in, boom. No, they, but Boom. But that's why we don't question stuff like that because we're not, we weren't raised and educated to to ask those questions. So then, the they painted him as a bad guy. They paint the Julian Assanges, the WikiLeaks dude, the Snowdens. Oh, and uh, what's her name? Fuck, I just had it up. It's uh, Brandy Vaughn, bro, Brandy Vaughn. Pharmaceutical company just knocked her, killed her. They they silence these people. They try and discredit them to make it so people don't ask those questions or they form a negative opinion of them and think they're the bad guy. So do you think that's that why you didn't ask, that's why we didn't ask those questions? Do you think the news said it, he was bad? Do you think that's Sebi? You think that's JFK? You think that's JFK's touchy because he the Kennedy family is one of those bloodlines I think so and he was into some other crate he was trying to get rid of the Fed but he had his hand in some other shit too but like the Dr. Sebi's the Nipsey Hustles mm-hmm. the Bob Marley's mm-hmm. you know these types of martyrs what do you think about Prince and Michael Jackson oh um huh Michael Jackson is not the monster we think he is. I don't. I. I, I don't think he is. I think they used him as the scapegoat to cover up their pedophilia. Mm. I do believe that. Prince, not too sure. I'm not too uh, up to date on everything around him, but um, yeah. I mean, we've known people know for years. We see it, and they, you can even go up to anyone on the street, and like they, they would agree with you, but they don't think take the next step of thinking, like, oh, did you hear Doctor Sebi? Like, Joe, say Joe Smith found the cure for cancer, right? Doctor mm-hmm. Sebi did, and then you know the agenda behind Big Pharma, and like that would put a dent in their profits, right? Mm-hmm. So they kill him. Oh yeah, I'm not surprised at all. People, wake up! Are you kidding me? <laughs> They just killed this dude because he's telling the truth. So that's where, that's where that was weird. Um, 
you get into the the whole idea of of being silenced um and then you, watching and, and knowing everything that we're doing and being able to take money from our um <clears throat> bank account because we jaywalked in a smart city what do you what a, what does someone do on a day-to-day -day basis to not live in that reality and get outside of that and grow beyond that and be positive and do something to contradict the negative energy that is being sent our way what what do you what do you do you know, I'm really glad you asked me that um, because that's the shift I've taken um, in the last couple of months, last month, seriously, the last month um, is because diving into all of the things I dive into, um, into all of the conspiracies um, takes a toll. It's negative energy, you know? A lot of it's negative energy. You're, and then on top of that... You have to unlearn something or come to terms with something. It's draining. It's very draining. And, like, having to unlearn my whole childhood on science and physics is like, yo, this is really hard. Mm -hmm. But, um... And then on I, I, I coupled that with being very vocal... You know how passionate I am. Very vocal and passionate on social media. Because I felt like it was, I had an obligation and a duty to try and wake people up and all just that. And the third, I go, oh, yeah, 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 I got to be a patriot. And it's draining. It's very negative. Yeah. Um, and in the same time, I, I was diving more into the meditation and the spirituality, spirituality aspects. Mm -hmm. um, but recently, right now, um, self-awareness um, yeah self-awareness and um, just live your life with gratitude and love that's um, the best way I've felt because if you get it's so easy to get so caught up in um the political world and the financial world and why isn't my partner doing this like um i want them to do this but you're not saying you want them to do that you're only thinking it you know there's all of these things and a lot of it, it takes a self-reflection self-awareness and self-reflection um otherwise i felt like i was just my life was almost pointless and meaningless you know, I'm just going, I'm living every day. I wake up, I'm so grateful and happy, but it's meaningless to try and prove a point to everyone when the truth comes from within. Is, is, is that the only way to reach that full self-awareness? Is it to dive in and learn all that stuff? And No, not at all. Absolutely not. No, no, no. You do not need to go down any rabbit hole. Um... No, you don't have to go down any conspiracy theory at all. That's just the path um, that was that I, that was laid out for me. You know that that the path that that I followed. You could, for example, be in a bad relationship with a girlfriend. Um, you, your your boss is a dickhead, 
your job sucks, your parents kicked you out, and, you know, you could have the worst situation ever. Um, and nothing else matters but, like, you and your feelings about yourself, and your thoughts about yourself. You could pick up one self-help book, a Deepak Chopra book, or a Jay Shetty book like I'm almost done with, um, and just find that switch, you know, and just know you need to change. Mm -hmm. You know something needs to change. Not everyone can do this. Not everyone realizes this. Not everyone is aware of this. Um, a lot of people go through their lives uh, on autopilot, per se. Mm -hmm. You know, I felt like I was, and I needed to do something. Mm -hmm. So when you feel that spark, that need, that change, um, you start to search various avenues of um, what you think would work for you. So, no, you don't have to go down the conspiracy road. Um, you don't have to go down any road. But I think if one really wants to make a genuine change in their life, you have to look in the mirror and start with yourself. Okay. And uh, I will say it is the hardest thing most people will go through if you choose to do it because it's a lot of self-reflection work. Um, you have to have some, some sense of self-awareness. And you deal a lot with your ego, and um, there's a lot of shadow work involved. So it's tough because you have to look at the hard truths about yourself, and not a lot of people can do that. Not a lot of people want to do that, you know? Um, so I really it's, – it's, it's up to the individual – um, what kind of life they want, what kind of how uh, experience they want in this reality. Um, that's completely up to the driver of the vehicle, you know. Um, but I think you should do it in a way that suits you. Because I thought <laughs> when I started this, you just meditate, think about nothing, and life will be dandy. You know? Yeah. That was before I started going down this conspiracy shit. I took a break from the meditation to go down those avenues, and now I'm going back in a completely different light. Mm -hmm. You know? That's a great way. I've realized, even though all of this shit's going on, all this negative stuff, right? Yeah. I'm uh, welcoming all of these changes. I'm welcoming the New World Order because I realize I am nothing. I am... <laughs> sound like Kanye West here, but like, I am God. You are God. We are God. We are the same thing. And that's why I hate it when people put labels on themselves. The creator of our reality, just as God may have created a reality, right? There's like, we started the podcast, but there's layers to everything. There's levels to this shit. Yeah, there's layers. And um, I will say, what was that? I think of it as groupings of electrons in the millions, in the ten, the gazillions, right? There's there's one within a whole, and that whole is within a this, and this is within a that. A lake is part of an ecosystem, and e like that ecosystem is part of the river system. That river system is part of the ocean. That ocean is part of the earth. But here's the thing. But there's all one drop as well. 
we're all Earth. You, you just said it. If we're the same thing as a tree, mm-hmm. and that tree is the same thing as that river system, and that mm-hmm. river system is the same th- that leads to the ocean, you know? Then we're literally yeah. all the same thing. And, and the ocean is comprised of hydrogen and oxygen. And when that gets blown off of the water and lands on land, the bacteria within it, which is algae, algae turns to um, decay and starts to turn into carbon and nitrogen. And that carbon and nitrogen becomes fungus and the fungus becomes the soil and the soil becomes the weeds and the grass and the trees and the plants and the flowers. The cycle of life, bro. It's, it's, it, it's just the cycle of life. And all of that green stuff that I just named emits the oxygen that allows us to live. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, in order like here's the thing though now when i say labels what do you think of um language labels language yeah okay because we try to give verbal noise for something that we experience on a different level right so our voice emits a frequency that's different than what our heart works at so we're trying to we're trying to express something that we're experiencing with a different frequency and we're trying to transform it into something else so it's not exact it's not it's not literal it's not um identical okay so i'm thinking as literal um when i say labels when i think of labels i think of division if you were to label your spices, you're dividing your spices up, right? A hundred percent. So, um, in terms of what we were just talking about, how we are all one, we are all just conscious energy. We're yes, all energy. We're trying to give each thing a name to be able to identify, to be able to quickly express. Once again, the 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 um, the things that we're experiencing with our vision, with our taste, and our our our, um touching senses right all of those different things and then we are trying to be able to quickly identify them so we give them a label we language we make a noise in our language that gives it that name so we can identify it quicker Mm -hmm. is that what you're getting into well i was going to say more of terms of uh, like personal labels how we label ourselves Yes. Um, because, again, I genuinely believe all of us are the exact same thing, just driving different vehicles, different cars, right? Mm-hmm. Not everyone has the same car. A lot of people look alike, so, you know, you can say this, they have the same car, same vehicle. Um, because we are all one, mm-hmm. when we label ourselves, we ultimately divide ourselves. Yeah. Like, you would, and I, I'll... I don't, I, I don't consider myself any of this, but I would, most people would label me as a white male, straight, um, and if you saw any of my posts, you'd probably call me Republican, even though I'm, I don't think so, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's this left, right, black, white, yep. um, male, female, it's this division it's mm-hmm. dividing us what's the greatest um war tactic divide and conquer right what's the one way it then it ties into what 
how can you divide and conquer the whole world? You just, or how can you conquer the world? Divide them all up, control them all. Mm-hmm. When and now we're having getting really into these deep divisions, I call them with the LGBTQ and all. Okay, go on. I have a question. I'm What's like up? A, I'm like a happy kid in class with <laughs> Mr. <Hi>. Foss. <laughs> Thank you, sir. So, um, if you're talking about the division of types of people labeled by different beliefs, different appearances, different theories, right? Different um, choices. That's cool and that's easy, but then you start to, like, I think the direction you're going in is saying that we're finding way more reasons, more and more reasons, more and more reasons to divide or to be labeled as something. Yes. The evolution of our language happening. Yeah. So every, you know, there's words created in the languages across the world every single day to experience something new. It's a part of evolution, right? But it's causing more quickly identifiable things that make us different. And then you're going into the idea that you walk into a smart city and you are identified as nothing more than everything that you are literally everything your bank account your everything is right there no one is is like you now you're in a smart city you're identified as this massive number that is your identity maybe like social security number yeah, that's essentially what your social security is. And now... Like your birth certificate is just a receipt of you. <laughs> your birth certificate is just a receipt of Dylan Foss. Yeah, it's crazy. Your social security number is how they identify you. But now you can be identified by a chip in your hand. So now there's... Yeah, which is crazy. So now there's nothing... There's nothing identical to you in the world. Nope, but that means that they, but that means they have the ultimate control, so they got what they want. You know, you had to divide only, everyone up to bring only, them all together. Only because we're thinking of those differences as negatives. When, if you ultimately realize no one in the world can scientifically be the same, then you start to realize that those differences are the beauty they are the good thing they are the thing that makes each one of us valuable and yeah purposeful right yes because no one else can experience the things that i've experienced no one else can see the thoughts that i think no one else can take action on the thoughts that i think they are mine no one else has this energy that is here and that can't be touched or taken from you um, in a sense. So now that that those differences that were being labeled and that are separating people across the world should now be the positives, the, the things that bring us together even more. Yes, no, maybe? Yeah, that makes sense. 100%. It's a, it, it's a positive way to look at it, 100%. Definitely. <laughs> Because the idea, right, is to, I say this all the time, it's like, why just bring up a problem? We have to, we have to talk about solutions. And there's, there's, 
day to day it's a day to day struggle it's a day to day conversation it's day to day work that has to be done in order to be able to understand what might be trying to take place but what we are trying to counteract mm-hmm. and how we can do that yeah man that's yeah <laughs> I didn't I've never thought about it like that. I was just thinking there. Yeah, that's a great way. That's living la vida loca, man. Living la vida loca, man. I always think of Shrek when I hear that song. <laughs> oh man. You know the scene, right? Living la vida loca. I think it's in Shrek 2. <laughs> yeah, it's Shrek 2, yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, oh man, that's crazy. Dude, this was unreal. I know, I definitely, I, I, if people are going to think you're crazy for talking to me. <laughs> Man, uh, I think both of us have um, that understanding that there's, uh, there's, there's a lot more to everything and um, I'm open-minded, I'm, a, I'm energy and I'm trying to experience and see other forms of it and make some sense of it myself the only way to make some sense of it is to see all of it you can't make sense of something that you've only seen a little bit of like yeah <clears throat> it's yeah and it's funny because i just see some cake by just the frosting like no i need to get a if it's a you know you, you want a little bit of the chocolate you want a bit a little, little bit of the vanilla you want a little bit of the frosting you want a little bit of the the you know the creativity that was on top of the cake like you try it you, you, exactly. You want to experience every aspect of it, but people, I, I don't think they're taking that approach um, to a bigger scale. And like you said before, it, it, it's like, okay, yeah, I know that that was fake and they lied to us about it. And I, we all found it out later, but like, let's just move on as opposed to like, well, maybe just take that extra step. Maybe just look a little further and see why they were going through it's like being a detective like you you realize something happened and you're like okay but why would someone take that step or why would someone it is it's literally detective work it's asking the right questions and a lot of it's why (laughs) or who yes you know why um but i mean that's the thing i've realized life is just gonna happen you know and I can only control, we can only control ourselves mm-hmm. and what we put out into the world. And I'm a firm believer of what you put out is what you receive. If, you, yeah, sure. if you're constantly thinking about debt, you're going to be in more debt. If you're constantly opening your heart and giving love, you're going to receive love. Mm-hmm. You know? But it's also why you can't be so narrow-minded because you can't focus in on any one thing too much no 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 i'm not i'm just saying like you know just like don't be a dickhead <laughs> like no you not, know i'm not, not talking to you i'm talking about in in general anybody there um there needs to be a sense of open-mindedness if you want to experience anything else or no there has to be what you think you become right so like if if you ex- if you're putting yourself through different experiences all the time then you're becoming a blend of all of those if you mm-hmm. 
put yourself through one or two things every day and you're you're so naive in that sense then you're becoming just those two things definitely you're a small array of of experiences as opposed to a large perception array of experiences yeah no 100 percent oh open-mindedness and just uh how do how does someone get better at tasting wine? They drink more different types of wine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how do you get better at archery? Shoot a lot of the arrows. <laughs> you know. Um. So, something that is experiential needs to be experienced multiple times. And yes, you want to fear the man who has practiced one kick ten thousand times more than the man that has practiced ten thousand kicks one time. But if you find 10 kicks that you like and you love and that benefit you and benefit others and you practice all 10, 10 times per day, whatever it is, I'm just doing the math out, Yeah. separate and you allow yourself to find your niche, find what's positive for you, leaves you in a, a good ROI on a day-to-day energy basis. And then you move forward into doing those 10 things 10,000 times and getting good and becoming those things that you love not one not two not a thousand that you just look like a wild sporadic person right yeah but a focus a niche of, of things and experience them Gary V posted a video something similar to that today really yeah yeah he's like I'm not the guy that does focuses on one thing yeah. that focuses on juggling one ball He'd rather juggle 50 and have 10 drop. Mm -hmm. Because in reality, the ones that dropped were meant to drop. You didn't, you, you, you weren't willing to do what it took. Everything is a sacrifice in order to gain. So if you're not willing to sacrifice for it, then you won't gain it. But if you're sacrificing for other things, then you know that you actually want that thing more than the one that you're not willing to sacrifice. Yeah. And there's, there's your like, scale of like how to figure out what actually is falling most in touch here definitely man yeah it's a wild world but it's very simple it's crazy and complex but it's simple at the same time if you it, it, because if you if you look at the smallest layer it becomes sim- simplistic right the smallest level of it you use a microscope to tune in and and see what is actually occurring um it paints a much bigger picture oh yeah man a hundo percent man like when you realize if this whole camera was one pixel you would see a million pixels within that one pixel mind-boggling crazy blah 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 no, it's literally just the breakdown of everything has a smaller version. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's um, all it is. Because you can't catch up to it. Time is a construct, right? All of those things, like we made it up. Yeah. Okay, so as one thing is happening, another thing is already bypassing. It, it, there, there's no way you can't catch up. No, there is no way. So every time I look into a pixel, then I've already missed the other ones that are continuing to elude me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Life is uh, something else. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But a blur, bro. But a blur. Yeah. Unfortunately. Dude, 
This was um awesome, bro. I love catching up with you. Um we uh I think we might have expanded some minds. What do you think? I hope so. Um if anyone gets anything out of this, I just hope um you take everything with a grain of salt and keep an open mind because um ultimately our reality is our own perception. And I really, So I really everyone's reality that. is different than from everyone else's. Um I think it's just finding your true north and just sticking to it. Doing it, you know? Like just keep an open mind because like life is better. <laughs> life is just better, you know? When you can keep an open mind and try not to shut as many things out and that includes people and relationships and um, everything, you know? So if, if anyone got anything from it, I hope it's just keep an open mind and definitely do some freaking research if you want to know about something. Don't yeah. go to the mainstream media for answers. They're lies. Do your own methodical research and look it up and form your own opinion. Everything I talked about today was my own opinion based off of my experiences while I was reading. You know? Like, that's all it is. That's all I was talking about was just my beliefs and my opinions based off of what I read. You could read the exact same thing and think something different. And that is the joy of it. You know? So I think it's just everyone can just collectively talk and civilly talk about this stuff and keep an open mind and it opens a lot of gateways and paths, you know? Yeah. yeah. You'll you'll go to bed and rest daily knowing that you, you kind of experienced things and you went through the 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 day-to-day adventure consciously as opposed to just you know like a like a robot exactly that's a good point man yeah yeah i gotta go do some stuff before i uh hit the hay i'm gonna get straight to hitting the hay i think man my i got early morning had an early morning uh yeah i don't think i'm gonna eat eat dinner tonight I've been really working on not eating like four to five hours before I go to bed. Me too. That's funny. So that's I something eaten. I've really been trying to do. I don't think I've eaten since 4.45. I ate at lunch. Okay. About 30. And then this happened, but now I'm going to bed in like nine o'clock, probably an hour or so. There's no sense in eating. Yeah. Do you, man? You've been on a, a big fasting gig, so keep. Oh yeah, it's freaking easy peasy now. Go three. Yeah, just give me water and I'm fine. <laughs> Don't wither away to nothing, man. No, I'm not. I'm still. I, I, I listen. I was trying to lose like my colon weight. I call it like your gut. You know, you know how your colon has a lot of like excess waste in it. Up to ten pounds of shit in your colon at any given time. Yeah, I've been trying to get rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> also, clearing it up. Boost your immune system. There's a lot of health benefits for it. So, mm-hmm. especially yeah. in our times, like, why not? There's a the world's deadliest virus coming around, Dale. <laughs> <laughs>
It's so deadly. The healthy people are forced to... It's so deadly. You have to test to know if you have it. Crazy. You, you're so deadly. You don't know if you have it until you test it. Yeah. Wild, man. But, yeah. Wild. On that note, brother, I'll let you go do your thing. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, as always. Much love. Thank you um, for everybody who listened. As always, remember, take everything with a grain of salt. Don't get too high, too low. Every time that you get too high and too low, you are suddenly controlled by something other than within. So keep that in mind. Much love. Peace. Yes. What's up, LT Tribe? DFOS here. Just to express my gratitude and say thank you for tuning in and continuously commenting, liking, sharing, and subscribing to the episodes and the content that we are bringing you. It is helping so, so much. Once again, want to say thank you and hope you have a great rest of your day. Limitless Fitness family, this one is for you. If you are a weekend warrior, a fitness enthusiast, a fitness professional, or an athlete, young or old, it does not matter if you are trying to get fit or stay fit or improve your fitness levels, head over to ck1bands.com and grab yourself a pair or set or single band because a resistance band is one of the most efficient pieces of fitness equipment that you can use anytime, anywhere, any place, and you can bring with you almost anywhere you travel. So head over to ck1bands.com and use the code LIMITLESS, all capitalized, for a special discount at checkout. Please go support Chris. Everything he's doing, Chris Capon was a high school teammate of mine a lifelong friend, and the first guest on the LT360 podcast. He is the creator and founder of CK1 Sports. If you have not listened to that podcast, I highly suggest you go do that. And after you do, or while you are listening or watching it, head over to ck1bands.com and grab yourself some bands. I use these things every day with my clients, and they never disappoint. What's up, Luminous Theory Tribe? Hope you enjoyed the episode. I wanted to take a second to give you an opportunity to save 10% off on anything in the Limitless Theory apparel store. Everything from beach towels to coffee mugs, t-shirts, sweatshirts, and tank tops, and much, much more new styles rolling out all the time. Use code LT10 at checkout for 10% off LT10 at checkout, all capitalized for 10% off anything Limitless Theory apparel related. And all you have to do is take a picture and tag us so that you can get 10% off again next time. Peace. DFOS here. If you're anything like me, you love free 99. That's why I want you to head over to thelimitlesstheory.com backslash free. I dedicated this portion of my website to specifically give you free tips, tricks, resources to check out and use for free and also give you an opportunity to support other small local business owners like myself who have often already been on my podcast and you may already know. 
So head over to thelimitlesstheory.com backslash free to see what free 99 can do for you. DFOS here with another important sponsor. This one is awesome. It is a way to get high, high, high quality meat delivered straight to your door by Ristelli's Meat Market. It was established in 1976. They are now a global leader in the highest quality meat. And it is awesome. If you are an unfranchised owner like myself, you can earn anywhere from 22 to 27.5% IBV on your orders. And if you are a customer through shop.com backslash limitless theory, you can also earn cash back every time you buy your high quality meats for you and your family. Not only can you get filet mignon and burgers and chicken, but you can also get salmon and tuna and shrimp and even a combination of regular meat and seafood. So make sure to check out Ristelli's, but most of all, check out shop.com backslash Limitless Theory to learn more.